Welcome to another episode of The Suzanne Show. I am Suzanne Proxa, your hostess, business strategist and coach for women and businesses with visions and missions for themselves and others that make them leap out of bed in the morning. I talk a little business, a little personal development, and whatever else I come up with. If you love the podcast, tell your friends, and please do give me a rating. Hello, we all need those, right? So let's move on with the episode. I hope you love it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Suzanne Show. I am super excited that you all decided to join us today. Um, you know, certainly there is a lot of conversation out there about content creation, what to create, as well as all of the, you know, confusion that goes with it. So I think, you know, with my audience, you know, the other thing that we deal with is a lot of people who feel like they're just way too busy to create the content that's needed to thrive, or they have no idea where to start. Because of course, you know, we, we look at what everybody else is doing and they're just putting so much out there. And so that is why I am excited to have Mike Marino here today. Uh, he is an absolute ninja on creating piles of content from like one original piece. And he's just a magician with this. He is so good with this. Um, and so I'm going to let him introduce himself real quick, and then we will just dive right into um, our discussion. So welcome. Hey, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I am pumped. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do? You bet. Yeah. So uh, I own Much More Media, which is essentially a content consultancy and uh, I own it with my wife, Kristen Downs. And we both come from production backgrounds. So whether it was live production or also film and television production, um, we've been in New York City for over a decade. Um, I personally grew up in Los Angeles, very much around the uh, film production side of things. And uh, we both also come from storytelling backgrounds. So the idea of telling your own story and doing that in a way that you can communicate rather effectively, easily, um, in a repeated fashion uh, and something that you can really uh, do authentically, I think is important nowadays, certainly, but something that we've been very familiar with for a very long time. And now uh, we really do focus on helping business owners actually get that message out and do it in a way that makes sense in terms of their time, budget, and resources that they have available to them right now. Everybody would love to have a team around them, right? Producing all this wonderful content that we see a lot of folks who are capable of doing that um, do at a really high level and it, and it makes a lot of sense, but not everybody has that team or those resources on hand. And so we like to help folks figure out how to do it with what they have available to them in a really effective way. Oh my gosh, so true. So let's talk about first some of the reasons, you know, why people struggle so much with content creation mm. in general. Yeah, I think, you know, first something to recognize is that we have these wonderful 
we're in this wonderful age where, you know, I like to say that you have the ability to unlock the media empire inside of your business. And what does that really mean? That means, you know, our phones that we have that we're walking around with and the day and age in which we live, we have our own television studio, radio station and newspaper at our fingertips, essentially for free all the time, which is really fantastic. No other moment in history has any sort of small <laughs> business, any kind of business, really anybody uh, have the opportunity to reach an audience in that fashion at that capacity all of the time, uh, which is really fantastic. However, the the other side of that coin, right? Uh, the hidden shadow of that is that there's a lot of places to put your message out and it can get overwhelming. You can get to the point where you're like, I don't know how do I stay relevant and up to date and consistent and in front of people on all of these platforms, right? That are all in their own way demanding our attention and the attention of others. Very useful in their own right, but a lot going on at the same time. So, you know, I think that's what can sometimes freeze people up. You have this multitude of choice and then you choose to not to do anything or you choose to do very little. Um, it, it very infrequently because you're, there's a lot of uncertainty there. And I think one of the things that we talk about first when we uh, consult with a business trying to amplify their, their media, right, amplify their message, when we talk with folks who are looking, who are maybe interested in, okay, I'm going to do Facebook ads, or I'm going to do, I'm going to start a YouTube channel, or I'm going to start a podcast or whatever, and I'm going to focus on that one way of getting my message out. The first thing you got to know is like, what are you trying to tell people? Right. And who are the people you're trying to get in front of? Right. And then that's going to help make your decisions a whole lot easier because maybe you don't need to be on TikTok. Right. Maybe <laughs> you don't need to be on Twitter because that's not how you communicate. That's not the type of brand or business you are. That's not necessarily where your people hang out. Right. Maybe you, what works best for you is actually written and not video. Right. All of this is okay. And then once you figure out, who you're talking to and what your message actually is, then working with somebody like us, we can go, great, how can we take, how can we allow you to say that message in a very straightforward fashion where you only have to do it once and then find ways to manipulate that message and cut it down so it's digestible across these different spheres, email, text, right? If it's Twitter or something like that, um, graphics, maybe for Instagram, of course, Instagram loves a good quote, right? Those do very <laughs> well. So it's a, these are great places where text, if that was the thing that you wanted to focus on, works really well, right? Blogs, things like that. So I think that's where it can we can start to amplify what people are capable of doing which is very authentic to what it is that they are comfortable doing, which I think is very helpful. I am so glad that you mentioned all of those things. And um, my ears really have perked up too when you mentioned, you know, where should people, you know, thinking about where do people go, you know, what is the best place for them and, you know, what they're trying to do and their strengths. And you mentioned TikTok mm. and, you know, it's, there's like this phenomenon when something new comes out, people think that they they absolutely have to go out there and master that thing. Mm -hmm. And it may not be their expertise. You know, there's a lot of people out there who can't stand video mm -hmm. and imagine how painful <laughs> you think that you have to be on TikTok. Um, and so I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that. And I think that it is important to put that message out there that you don't have to be in all the places, you know, just because 
Gary Vee can do it with his team of however many people he has doesn't mean that everybody needs to do that or that everybody has expertise in all of those places. Yeah, it's not it's not necessary. And again, you, what what's best is figuring out where do your people hang out, right? Where And this is a great thing to ask your audience when you have that opportunity to get feedback from the people you've been working with. Where How do you find more people like them in this online space? It's certainly to your advantage to amplify what it is that you do with with relative ease through all these systems and the online space really does allow you to do that in a variety of ways. But what's most important is that your, your energy is spent most efficiently, right? Cause we don't have a lot of time, energy or resources. And so it's best to use it in the best way possible as often as possible. Well, that then it makes sense to get in front of your folks, wherever they are, be it LinkedIn or somewhere else as, as frequently as possible while not spending a lot of time doing it. Then, then you're in the best position. Gary Vee, as an example, you know, it's part of his brand to be trying out these new things to see where they go. People actually value his opinion on how these things grow as platforms and attention grabbing devices in and of their own right. So it makes sense for him to be invested in these things in a variety of ways. But he'll be the first to tell you that, uh, you know, it's not for everyone. And it's not necessary for everyone and find a platform that works for you and understand that and work well within that platform, whatever that is. Um, and again, it's about the audience. It's not necessarily about the platform. The platform is not going to make or break your business. It's about your audience, however you get to them in the end. Yes, yes, yes. So that is a perfect lead into my next question. How does a busy business owner create enough content to compete once they've figured out what their places are? Great question, right? So again, one of the best things to start with is what are you trying to communicate and who are you trying to communicate to? So you have this wonderful business, you've got this wonderful service, you make these wonderful products. There's, now there's a lot of things to talk about. Um, one of the best places to start is this idea of the no like and trust factor right we i think we all as business owners to some extent understand that you need to communicate what it is that you do best frequently uh for people to have you in the forefront of their mind when they get around to the moment when they need your service not everybody needs your service in that moment right in the moment that you meet them uh, and they say that, you know, you need to touch somebody seven times in order for them to finally buy right from you, mm -hmm. which is why we see advertisement and all this sorts of stuff the way that we have for, you know, quite a long time, many, many years, decades even. And these trends uh, evolve over time. But it's all about getting in front of you as often as possible so that when you think you need this thing, whatever it might be, my business is the only one you can think of because I've been with you this whole time. Now we have that opportunity but it's not necessary for you to be constantly out there saying, hey, come buy my stuff all this time. There's that no like and trust factor, right? So people, if they trust your business, then they will purchase from you when the time is right. But you also have this opportunity to get them to like you and to know who you are, right? They, it's also important for them to know who are the people behind the business. This is this has become much more important now than ever before, honestly. Authenticity is very important. People want to know 
um, the values that a business brings along with it, right? How it operates in a world, who are the people that it cares about, right? I think this has become very important for people. So the online space allows you to have that conversation. I like to break it down as the three Ps, right? Product, process, and personality. These are the things that you can bring out about you and your business into the world. And when you think about it this way, all of a sudden you're surrounded by content. There's, there's everything is an opportunity for you to share what it is that you do best as a business. Your product is your product or service, whatever it is that you actually do sell. And there's a variety of ways to talk about that. Most people are now familiar, right? If you've been in business for any length of time about talking about what it is that you actually do sell people. So that's usually pretty simple. And most people start there, but then most people don't go beyond that conversation. And it's important to go beyond that conversation, which is where the other two P's come into play, right? So product and then process. The process is how you do what you do, right? Behind the scenes, right? That's a very useful thing nowadays. People want to see how does this thing get made? How does your service get done? How does it interact with people in the real world? Um, what are the challenges that you face? It's okay talking about that, right? We tried to do something that didn't work out so well. We hit some friction here. We're in a challenging time as a business. We're sharing that with you, right? That's part of that no like, and trust factor. That helps us see the behind the scenes of what's going on and see that this is a real three-dimensional system here and service and product, right? Full of, full of the last part of it, which is people, right? The people who make it happen. We understand you as the business owner. We understand maybe we have a, a better understanding of your team, of even your family, if you want to bring that into it. Like everybody is part of this and you're sharing that and you have the ability to share that and you have the ability to bring people closer to you and your business through this 3P system. Now, once you start thinking about it that way, instead of your everyday business life being like, these are the things that I do privately, essentially, as a business owner. And then these are the things I do publicly and then having a hard time figuring out what do I share publicly? <laughs> you, you start to see every single Monday through Friday, you know, nine to five day of your life as opportunities for content. So what does that do for you? That makes it easier to create content because you're not stuck with this idea of should I share it? Should I not? You immediately have a variety of things in front of you. Oh, this is how my day started. I can share this because this is part of my process or this is part of um, the people behind the business and I'm connecting in that way. Or this in fact does have to do with my product or service and that's, that's why I'm sharing it. And you just are hit with multiple opportunities all day long to put that in front of people. And why does it make sense to do that? Because your people might have you now have given them multiple opportunities to engage with you as a business. There's multiple interest points, right? Not everybody is willing to hear your sales pitch, you know, at 9am in the morning, maybe <laughs> they might be willing to like, Oh, check out your post. If it's about you as a person, because that's why they're on Facebook or what, that's why they're on Instagram at that moment in the morning and they connect with you, but what, but they've still connected with you as a business. They've connected with you as a business owner, but they've just done it in a personal way. So you've offered them a different pathway to come in, right? And get closer to you and follow your narrative and stick with your journey. And what is that? That's a touch point that you've just given them, right? So by the time, you know, you're in Tuesday, you've, you've touched them six, seven, eight times through a variety of different pathways, but it's not felt like the same thing, the same message, 
the same sales pitch, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's just building a relationship. And of course, that's what brings people closer. And that's what makes them not only first time customers, but hopefully long time supporters of your brand and business. Yeah, I love that. And I know that a lot of people struggle with that third P, you know, the personality and people piece. <laughs> you know, I certainly know plenty of people who have really struggled with, you know, getting onto stories and things like that, because they're just, mm -hmm. they have a hard time figuring out, you know, that line, you know, like you talked about, you know, what do you want to, what do you want to show? So, but I, I do think it's really important that you figure out a way that works for you to do that. And it doesn't have to be you as the business owner. Again, like maybe you have, maybe you are in a place where you have employees, where you have some other staff that work with you, where you have some other people that support your business in some capacity. Maybe they are uh, more personality driven, right? Maybe they're just more, um, maybe they are more friendly on camera. Maybe they're more communicative with um, people they don't know or whatever. Totally fine. Then make them that energy for the business and you help you know, you guide it, of course, you have the vision of where it's going and, and you're controlling the message, but you can give them the freedom to be that sort of personal energy that, that can help amplify that. Absolutely. I love that. All right. So aside from creating content, what are some other ways to increase your audience and your customers? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, before we started recording, uh, we were having this conversation of, of like two sides of what amplifying your message is really all about. There's the side that you can very much control and are responsible for, which is what we've been talking about, which is creating your own content, right? Using this wonderful, vast media uh, marketplace that we have to get your message out there in a variety of ways. And of course, whatever works for you best. But then there's the other side which is leveraging other people's audiences. There are other folks out there who are maybe doing things that you aren't doing, who are doing things maybe better than you, who are finding audiences very similar to yours uh, in a way that you aren't or, or, just, or just doing it really well, excuse me, and you would like to get, get partnered with them. So th that's like the PR um, publicity side, the press side of things, right? So what works then is you start to, again, decide who is your audience, who, where are they hanging out, right? What, uh, what are the other things that they're following? This is another great question to ask folks that you work with, folks that uh, buy your stuff, folks that are part of your service, folks that support what you're doing as a business. Where else do you go when you're looking to answer these questions? Where do you go when you want to feel, you know, excited about this type of thing that I do, right? You know, where else do you go other than me? And they can give you these lists of things and you might be able to find either influencers or other business owners out there who have podcasts or blogs or, or write articles or, or industry related um, press out there and all types of media that focus on that type of market. And now you've got another wonderful opportunity to then take this message that you've been refining by creating your own content, seeing how people respond to it. Oh, people really like it when I talk about this or, or it really makes sense when I share what I do this way. I get this type of reaction. Let me take that now that I've tested over here by creating my own content and now amplify that in a strategic way by choosing media outlets or other press that can amplify me 
to my market. And now I get to use the 100,000 followers that are reading their stuff or, you know, the million folks that are listening to this podcast, XYZ or whatever it might be. Even if it's just a few, you know, thousand people over here reading some blog that gets a chance to interview. Great. Well, at least you reach those people where they may have never even known who you are, what you do and how you help. Yes. And I think there are so many opportunities out there. You know, you mentioned several. Um, you know, depending on your audience and what your strengths are, there are so many opportunities. You really just have to have your, um, I mean, certainly there's a lot of strategy that goes around it, but even just building relationships and keeping your eyes open, you know, that's where a lot of the opportunities come up, you know, to be in other people's groups or be part of summits or things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a huge summit that goes on every year that I got invited to. And I, I think it was just strictly because I was out there having, having those conversations with people. And, um, you know, I, that's how I got, I guess, recruited to be a speaker for that summit. So Mm -hmm. it's important to look at those other opportunities. I think that there are, you know, a lot of people out there, um, who are teaching one platform or two platforms, which is great because that's an expertise. Um, but don't hang your hat in that that one place. So I think that's great that you mentioned all those different avenues that people can look at. Absolutely. Because again, you know, how we spoke about earlier, maybe video isn't your thing, or maybe, uh, or you know, writing blogs or whatever it might be might not be your thing, uh, something that you do consistently and comfortably. That's fine. But if you give yourself the opportunity to engage with that medium that that form of media through someone else's platform you know they're asking you questions you get a chance to be a guest you get a chance to be a a guest speaker a guest expert in some uh manner and you do it every once in a while you're now reaching those people using someone else's energy and amplification and reaching people that you, you didn't have to spend very much energy getting in front of you're taking your message and you're reaching that market, but you're not having to spend the time creating that content, which is really powerful. It really is. I, and I think that you can, you can do a lot just by doing that, you know, that. Mm-hmm. So very important to look at that. So I have a question for you. It's kind of a sideways question, you know, back when I started in 2015, the big thing was to teach people um, to go and do value posts in Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. And that kind of just continued and continued and continued. <laughs> and I see that starting to fizzle out. Mm. Um, certainly that was a prime way of creating content for a lot of people. And I'm just wondering what, what you've seen as far as that trend goes and what your thoughts are on that. I still think adding value wherever you can is really helpful, right? People like, again, it's the no like, and trust factor. People like working with folks who are helpful, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. I, I think that's, that's definitely true and, and will probably never uh, be untrue. How strategic you get with it and how much time, energy, and resources you choose to put into it, I think will de- be determined by how much you're getting out of it. Uh, I've found what is what can be useful about that sometimes, at least what's worked well for me, is that it becomes an opportunity not only to maybe showcase to folks in the group 
hey, I'm somebody, I'm a, I'm an authority in my space. I know what I'm talking about. And if they're interested in, in you and they see you as somebody who provides a lot of value and something that they might be, uh, find useful, then they'll follow, they'll check out your profile and they'll follow you that way. And it's a, a bit of an organic lead generation type of process. But of course, it requires its own certain amount of energy. What I've found that I get more out of is I start to showcase myself as an authority to the person who is running that group or the group of people, right? The, the interests that are running that group. Because when you step into a space where someone else is curating content, what's great about it is that they are somebody now, they ha- in, in some ways have become a customer of yours because they need to create content. If they're going to run this group, they need this group to continue. They need it to be valuable. They need it to grow. So now more often than ever, you know, people are going to have the ability to do Facebook lives and things like that with groups of folks, right? Because you can now use Zoom as a tool to get into Facebook and have all these workshops and, and guest speakers and all sorts of things that are really amplified um, from a number of years ago. But uh, they, they're going to need consistent content. And this is the same of of blog outlets, right? This is the same of podcasters. This is the same of uh, anybody who's got their own sort of uh, YouTube content, right? Uh, anybody who's creating content is gonna need to create more content. And if you showcase yourself as somebody who has the ability of coming in and supporting that by bringing your own story, expertise, message, mission, whatever it is, value, as you described it, uh, then you're going to really, I think, stand out and be someone that they can tap. And again, what does that do for you? Well, now if you've got their attention and they show you off to the group in whatever form that is, that that's done for you what, you know, a hundred of these value posts would have done for you because it's drawn the most amount of attention you can get in the best way possible for yourself. And I think yeah. that that's, that becomes really useful. The shout outs are gold. Certainly. They're absolute gold. All right. So um, with my audience being time strapped, what is one final thing that you would want to tell the frustrated, time strapped, frazzled entrepreneur when it comes to figuring out a content creation plan? Absolutely. That's a great question. I don't think it's ever going to be something that, you know, we're ever going to, we're never going to feel like we have enough time. That's always going to be true. Uh, And again, one of the wonderful things that we have right now is the ability to uh, consistently engage people uh, in a variety of different ways and and through all sorts of uh, different manners of messaging. But I, what I find really effective is to start with something that is very core to your message and your mission as a business, something that you already understand. Usually it's it's the idea of like, what are the top 10 questions that your audience has, right? That your customers have. What are the five problems that they consistently come to you with, right? Those are something that you probably know off the top of your head and you could speak at length about, you know, in your sleep. These are things that you fundamentally understand because these are the fundamental problems that you as a business are trying to solve. Well, I guarantee you then, like if you're sitting around the Thanksgiving table or whatever, you know, whenever we can do that again, but you know, easily if somebody asked you, Hey, I'm having this problem with X, Y, Z, how would you solve that? 
guaranteed if it is one of those fundamental things that you've built your business on and the problems that you solve, you can easily speak for like five, 10, 15 minutes about that thing and in detail and say, listen, this is how you're going to solve it. These are the details you, you're going to need to know. These are the challenges you're going to run into. And these are the results you're going to get. Well, what if you've spoken to anybody for five minutes or 10 minutes about that thing, you now have a blog post, right? You now have a 10 minute video that is very helpful, right? You have a core piece of content that is detailed, rich, informative about a specific thing that your audience is very interested in. That's starting with what you know, right? Well, if you have the ability to maybe record it in a video, then now you can take the text out of that video and it becomes a blog post and you haven't done any extra work. You take the audio out of that video and it becomes a podcast. You haven't done any extra work, right? You've recorded the thing once. And maybe if you didn't want to start with video and you just wanted to start with audio, totally fine. Maybe if you didn't want to start with audio or video because it's not your thing and you just wanted to write it or have somebody write it for you uh, as a blog post, then again, you have a core meaty piece of content focused on solving a problem that you know very well and that your audience is very interested in. Now, it's about taking those little pieces out of that content, little details. Here's one detail out of that blog post, let's say, and I pull that out as a quote and I sh can share it on Instagram. Again, I haven't done any extra work in terms of creating something. The original content has been created. The original message has been created. The original details are, are there. You did it once. And now you can start to pull it apart in its various parts and share them across the places that you think are best to share. You can share a paragraph or two of this blog post in an email, right? In an upcoming email uh, that you schedule weeks in advance, right? Because you know that this blog post is going to drop and you schedule it weeks in advance. You go, hey, I'm sharing this thing. If you want to read the whole thing, click this link and come up, come read it over here on Medium or wherever else, right? Uh, and the quotes, and then of course, uh, you know, whatever types of media you want to share in after that audio clips can become video, right? With a variety of tools that we have access to on the internet, video can become shorter clips. Video can even become an advertisement for you. If you find out that it works really well and people really jive with this section of your message, right? You're saying it in such a way it really touches them, really engages them man, now you've just done all this testing on an advertisement that draws people's attention in a really strong way to what you do best without spending money on ads first. You know that this works. And that's what turning this content into multiple pieces really does help you with. You really start to see in a dissected way that you can evaluate what is engaging people at what point and specifically on what platform. And now you know what works best and you know what doesn't and you know where to spend your time and energy in the future. Yeah, that's gold right there. Well, I mean, there's a whole lot of gold there <laughs> as far as how to tear things apart and turn them into other things. But also the comment about, you know, checking where it's having the most impact. Like where are people, where are people looking? Where are they engaging with the content? A hundred percent. It is so valuable because again, that's part of the reason why we're all doing it, right? The reason why you see folks out there in, in a big way amplifying their message across multiple platforms, the reason why a business owner might feel like it's useful to do and they see the value that they see in it, it is how people engage with it, right? And, and 
what's amazing is we have the ability right now to get data, actual data from that. What types of people are engaging with this? When are they engaging with it? How do they appreciate a certain type of message across a certain platform? You know, how somebody responds on Instagram might be different than how they respond uh, on LinkedIn or in email, right? The actions that they take and the messages that they appreciate and the attention that they're willing to give you. That's very useful information because many of these platforms allow you to engage with them for free. So to know what works best will be a better way to communicate and bring more people like them on those platforms towards your business. And that becomes very, very useful. And it's something that you can evaluate. It's actual measurements and metrics that you can actually track. When we work with people like in this 90-day program that we're launching right in January, we're tracking those metrics, right? We're getting 100,000 eyeballs on your business in 90 days. And we're tracking those metrics because that's the goal there for you to continue this process and uh, make it better month in and month out as, as you as you carry through, right? As you grow your business and as you get more attention. Exactly. So at this point, people are probably wondering where they can find you. So tell us all the things, like where can people find you? Sure, Much More Media is the name of the company and you can go to our website, which is muchmore.media. And uh, that's where, of course, you can get connected to us on Facebook and Instagram uh, and elsewhere. And then, um, yeah, if you're, if you're interested in, in what it is that we do, you know, something that we're doing very shortly here, uh, depending on when this podcast is released, right at the start of 2021, we're doing an accelerator where we're getting you 100,000 eyeballs on your business in 90 days. And we're teaching you this process, right? This whole content process of turning one piece of content into a month of content and getting in front of people and leveraging other people's platforms, all this stuff that we've been talking about in 90 days, you're going to learn and you're actually going to accelerate your business and its, and its attention grabbing capabilities. And you can check that out specifically by going to muchmore.media slash 100K. And we've got a scholarship program attached to that as well. So that's awesome to hear. I love when people offer scholarships to things like that. Again, um, you know, just to your point real quickly, I mean, making it accessible, you know, I, sometimes people feel like not all of this is accessible to them. The ability to do things at a high level, oh, I'll do that when, right? There's yes. always this, this concept of like, I'll do it when I can afford a team. I'll do it when I can afford, you know, this particular type of program. I'll do it when I have the time to do blah, blah, blah. I'll do it when, well, we keep pushing when off. And I want to help people understand in any way possible that they can do it now. Uh, not, of course, they should do it now, but they can do it now. And you can do it now with the resources you have available to you. And if there's a way that I can help you do that, then I certainly want to, because I think we're more empowered than ever as business owners this day and age. And I really want everybody to take advantage of that because I think it's extraordinary and it's only going to get better. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, Gary V always talks about, you know, the time that we're in with social media mm -hmm. and just how much easier it is to market right now if you can just, you know, get in the right places and, and reach your people where they're at. So we're very blessed in that regard, <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for being on today. Um, I hope that people found all kinds of value out of this. I know that I did. 
And I am sure that we will see each other soon in other summits and, and things like that down the road. We absolutely will. I appreciate the opportunity, Suzanne. Thanks so much. Thank you. I hope that you loved this episode. If you did, give me those shout outs, show me some love on iTunes, give me a rating. And hey, if you want to know where to find me, you can find me on pretty much all social media at Suzanne Proxa. That's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-P-R-O-K-S-A. And you can also head over to my website, SuzanneProxa.com. Until then, I'll see you in the next episode. And here is the party music for you.